This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. And yes, this is your daily financial news. Sorry, I am about a minute late or so this morning. I was actually on with the three amigos. Yes, Dion from Dion Talk and Matt from the Lumberjack Landlord. We were texting each other last night about the CDC eviction moratorium, and we agreed to have a discussion this morning at 7. That video is uploading. I will make it available at 8 a.m., so right after this, it should be up and ready for you. What we talked about is, yes, we took a quick victory lap because it is now behind us. We called it, I called it within a single day. You can go back and watch the videos on August 4th to lit, to highlight the process we had to go through. So yes, it is over, but that's not where it gets interesting. Where Dion, Matt, and I talk about is what's next. How do you be careful? We talked about landlords having to qualify tenants. We talked about seller financing. We talked about all the great opportunities and risks and costs coming. Yes, the CDC eviction moratorium is over in 44 states. There are states and the District of Columbia that have other dates. But yes, evictions are going to be starting. Contract law is important. The Constitution is worth something. Yes, in a 6-3 to three vote, it is now gone. But now the real work starts, right? We have to figure out how to how us as investors, landlords, use this to our advantage. So again, there's about a 20 to 25-minute video that will be up and available at 8 o'clock uh, that should highlight what we think is going on. And I want to again thank Matt and Dion for getting up early, at least uh, for Dion, and uh, making sure that we were giving value to this channel. On to the daily financial news of the day. First off, a quick question from Kevin O'Leary. Uh, I will answer this at the end, but I want to hear your response. And don't forget, Happy is my co-host, and she would like you to hit thumbs up and answer this question in comments below. So money is an important topic. We talk about it all the time on this channel. I am curious, when in a relationship, a new relationship, do you bring up money? Kevin O'Leary has a thought about which date. Is it the first date, the second date, or the third date that you should bring up money into the conversation? So I want to hear what you think. Leave comments below, uh, and I will answer that at the end of the day. Uh, a couple of things to note around earnings. We had some earnings, again, that I talked about on Saturday that were going to be important and interesting, so let's go through those. First and foremost, big lots. Big Lots, Big Lots, excuse me, had a disappointing and frankly ugly earnings report. They missed top line, which means revenue. They missed bottom line, which means earnings. Their same store sales down 13.2%. They highlighted that inflation is a problem. Again, over the weekend, I highlighted Big Dollar General, Dollar Tree, Big Lots. I don't know how their business model works in the inflation and rising shipping environment we have. So it is going to be interesting if inflation is truly as sticky and as big as I think it is, 
What are they going to do? Next up, Peloton. Again, I'm, when I get them right, it's, it's fun to see. Peloton, over the weekend, I said, I don't know how, uh, how they can do their comparables year on year. It was kind of the perfect storm for Peloton. Lo and behold, they missed top revenue. They missed bottom earnings. Uh, they lowered prices on their bike. They now have a subpoena from the government about injuries from their equipment. Ah, it's going to get rough at Peloton. Gap beat top and bottom. Again, what we have seen, think Express. Think, uh, I think it was Abercrombie. Mall-based stores have had a good run, haven't they? We are no longer... Uh, shopping on our phones and our computers. We have had enough of the Amazon box. We are shopping in the mall. Gap, beat top, beat bottom, and raised, yes, folks, raised the second half. That is a sign of a retailer that is um, excited by what is coming. HP, Hewlett Packard. Uh, they missed top line, which means missed revenue. They beat bottom line. They are blaming the worldwide chip shortage for not being able to meet demand. Folks, this goes back to just-in-time inventory. Uh, We've talked about this a few times. I suspect what will come out of this environment is companies will hold more inventory. Uh, Just-in-time inventory had them bring down to two, three-week supply, which improves their balance sheet, uh, right? Because they have capital that's recycling faster and faster. Uh, Now you're going to see companies like HP, like Ford, like GM, like Apple build inventory on their balance sheet because they don't want to be stuck again. Uh, Workday, uh, cloud-based, I'll call it ERP software, human resources, finances, uh, beat top and bottom, very strong bookings uh, and raised guidance going forward. Uh, here's Here's a company I've never heard of. I don't think they're in my neck of the woods, meaning California. So if you have them where you are, let me know where you are because I didn't bother to research them. But it's Ole's, O-L-L-I-E, Bargain Outlet. I'm going to guess it's like Big Lots, like Dollar Tree, like Dollar General. They're, They're feeding that portion of the retail chain. But damn, they missed top, missed bottom in same store sales. Ouch down 28%. Ah, they're in Indiana, someone says. Very cool. Yeah, down 28% same-store sales. That hurts. That's what Happy is saying. Happy was whining a second ago. Or I don't say whining, squeaking. Yeah, that's um, 28%. That's not good. Uh, saw that there was an investor, actually investor, frankly, I've never heard of, but he's out talking housing and interest rates, so I clicked on the article. He's out saying, this. his name is Peter Bookvar? I don't know. Anyways, he's out kind of trying to spout that he knows housing, which clearly based on his article, I don't think he does. He said, first off, housing is the most interest rate sensitive asset. <sighs> That's just not true. That's just not true. Remember the 50-year spreadsheet I did for you? And again, it's available in my free course, so go download it, have fun. Uh, Interest rates generally have a surprising impact on housing. As interest rates go up, people rush in because they want to get ahead of the curve. Remember, folks, it's about payment, not price or some interest rate. It's always been about payment. Next, this guy who clearly doesn't know housing fears... 
for the first time home buyer who comes in with 5%. You come in with 5% and oh my goodness, housing has a bad year and it's down 5%. Your equity is gone. Does he not understand residential lending? Your loan doesn't get called. This is not commercial or apartment or office or retail lending. It could go down 50% and you are not having your loan called. That's not what happens in retail. And again, you are paying principal, a little bit of principal every month and it grows over time. Uh, these people talking about housing that just don't understand. It certainly would hurt you if you bought and then for some reason you had to sell. But if you don't sell, you are fine. And again, remember, uh, another thing this individual is trying to get at is, hey, uh, wait for the discount. Well, do the math. If prices come down 5%, but interest rates go up a point and a half, did you win? Do the math. Just do the math. Uh, and then lastly, we got a huge PCE. PCE is personal consumption expenditure. This is important because it is the number one Fed indicator on inflation. It came in hot, hot. Uh, food, energy, uh, 4.2%. Powell is talking today uh, at the Jackson Hole meeting, which is now virtual. He is going to have to talk about tapering. There is just no question about it. Uh, the headline or the uh, when you strip out food and energy, 3.6%. Same reading as last month. So two months in a row, which, oh, by the way, highest since June. Oh, sorry. Highest since February of 1991. 30 years ago, folks. Yeah. Inflation is a problem. So again, really quick about the eviction moratorium, things that you should be thinking about if you are a landlord. A, one, you are likely going to have some tenants ghost you. They're going to get a U-Haul truck or a fence, fence, friend's pickup truck and be gone in the night. Two, start booking your contractors early. It is going to get busy. Painters, floors, cabinets, whatever it is. It is about to get busy. If you want, you want to get some work, you want to be a handyman, it is about to get interesting. Next, um, if you are a landlord and you have a vacant unit, use the binder strategy in the course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time from Dion, uh, because Rentometer, Section 8, uh, Craigslist, rents are behind in these systems. Rents are going up faster, and I suspect even faster through the end of the year. And then lastly, as a landlord, be extra, extra, extra careful on renting a tenant because you could potentially get a tenant who is in the eviction process from another unit and lost and has a monster judgment coming, but it's not going to hit their credit in time for you to see it. So get proof of payment. Get three months. Get You have to see the check, the ACH, the Venmo, whatever it is. Make sure those payments were coming in. Don't get uh, stuck with somebody else's problem. So again, today is Friday, what, August 27th? Uh, the real opportunities in investing are coming um, soon. I think you're going to get seller financing. I think some landlords are going to kick tenants out and sell. Uh, I think you know we have higher taxes coming, uh, as promised with the budget reconciliation process. It is going to be a very interesting end of the year. Make sure you're doing the work, both to find deals, good and great, but also to make protect yourself if you're filling a unit. Do that work. Tight tight. Credit box, tight tenant selection. You don't want to inherit somebody else's problem 
because the systems haven't updated with a twenty, thirty, or forty thousand dollar judgment. All right, everybody, take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. And if I don't, uh, and remember, we will talk tomorrow at seven thirty and eight a.m. on Saturday, eight a.m. Pacific. I will do another live Q and A that goes for one hour. Take care. Bye.